93.9 FM KWSS and streaming at kwss.org and of course with the TuneIn app. Danny Cutler here. As promised, my guests have arrived. I have got Becky and Allison here from Rosie's House, which is a music academy for children. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. How are you both today? Good. Yeah, yeah. we're so excited to be here. Oh, well, I'm so glad that you guys came out to my super secret studio in the Southeast Valley. Say that five times. <laughs> fast. So Rosie's House is the organization that is benefiting from the Phoenix Rock Lottery this Saturday, tomorrow night at Crescent Ballroom. Again, 25 musicians start the day. They create five bands. The lottery is the creation of these bands. Five bands are formed. They spend all day making music, original songs. They put together a cover. And then tomorrow night, you get to hear the result of all their hard work. And it's going, I, I haven't gone yet. It's the fifth year and I feel kind of ashamed that I haven't <laughs> gone yet. But I'm very excited to be there. KWSS will be hanging out before the show outside Crescent. So you definitely have to come by and say hello. But enough about all of that. I want to hear about Rosie's House. I've been talking about it all week, and this organization is amazing. I already know about it, but I want all of you to know about it. So one of you, please give the background. When was Rosie's House formed? Who's taking it? (laughs) (laughs) I'll take that one. All right. Um, So Rosie's House was founded in 1996. Um, You might be wondering, why are we called Rosie's House? Um, We were actually named after our founder, Rosie Schurz. And we were founded in a, in a little house in, uh, central Phoenix, right by the state capitol. So hence the name Rosie's house. Nice. Um, we're one of the largest 100% free music programs in the country. And, uh, we've been local since 1996. Wow. In the country. Mm-hmm. So it's a completely 100%. There's no private funding at all. It's all. Nonprofit. Is that what you mean by the largest? Yeah. So our, um, how we work is yeah. we provide 100% free music education to oh. students who are economically challenged. So um, the funding doesn't come from the families or from the students. It comes from the community. Got you. So it's not like taking, you know, going and taking lessons from somebody and paying. It's those who cannot afford. Right. And they want music in their lives and they come and and. And they get what, what, what does Rosie's house provide? I'm, I mean, I'm sure music classes. Um, do they provide instruments? Yeah, we do. So we provide each of our students with not only the free instruction in the format of after school lessons, but we also provide our students with a loaned instrument. So we actually have over 500 instruments in our inventory nice. that we've collected over the years. Um, that includes things like classical guitars, trumpets, bassoons, believe it or not, and even upright pianos. And so we loan those instruments to our students while they're in our program so that they can have an instrument at home, take with them, and really, you know, become a musician using that instrument. Nice, nice. So what was the, so the reason it was created back in 96, what was lacking to create this, this organization? What, what prompted the, the beginnings? Come on, so Allison. The problem- Allison, <laughs> Allison, she's like hiding in the corner. <laughs> she just speaks about it so well. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Well, you know Rosie so well, so yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I'll take okay. that one. Go ahead, Becky. It's <laughs> this, totally this, fine. We're just putting Allison on the spot. <laughs> um, so we we were. 
founded and created to really solve a problem in the community, and that's equitable access to arts education. Um, we believe that every child should have access to the transformative power of music education, um, and that uh, because of a child's economic situation, that shouldn't make it so that they don't have that opportunity or access. True. So, yeah, we were founded on that concept. Uh, it's always had a social purpose. And it's it's been around for 22 years because it's a value to our community. I think it's also very prevalent, even in 96, that receiving some kind of music education in schools was already disappearing. You know, that's a big problem in recent years, for sure. Um, everybody's cutting their music programs, which is just terrifying to me. So sad to hear about that. But even in 96, in the mid-90s, it was still you know, a big enough problem to where someone had to step up and create an organization to, to give that opportunity to the children. So that's, that's it's heartbreaking in a way, but I'm so glad that there are places like Rosie's house that are there to, you know, pick up the slack, so to speak mm -hmm, and say, right. Hey, we care about this enough to, to make this happen for these kids. Yeah. Trying to fill that gap of need. Exactly. Exactly. How many kids are, are part of Rosie's house right now? Um, Allison! So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so currently we have 450 students enrolled in the program. And so over the course of the year, we're offering over 18,000 free music lessons to those 450 students. Nice. And everybody there is a volunteer? No, All the instructors. Actually, or? we have um, 22 faculty who okay. teach the lessons, and they are part of our staff. Okay. Um, and the reason that is is that they they are are all highly educated and mm -hmm. trained musicians. Um, over 50 percent of them have either a master's degree or a doctor doctorate degree in the instrument that they teach. Oh, um, so we're just making sure that our students are getting the highest quality education. Oh, that is so awesome. Oh, I love that. Oh, it just <laughs> makes my heart so happy. I was raised a playing viola. Oh. So I have this classical connection and I love hearing about how others are bringing, you know, music into children's lives because I mean, you know, back when I began in elementary school and began playing way back in the, <clears throat> back in the <clears throat> about, you know, <laughs> many years prior to that, it was very prominent in the schools right. mm -hmm. and we had the kids commit or the the class the music class would come in with all of the instruments and say this is a violin this is a viola this is a cello we're starting music classes and it was very easy to just say i want to try this out and that's exactly how i did it mm -hmm. and it's just less and less prevalent in kids lives today so i love that i love that a lot and yeah so if you think about that if you think about it not being in the school system which is where where equality and equity is supposed to be if students can't get this learning in their school system, those that are economically disadvantaged are really never going to get it unless there's organizations like Rosie's House that are filling that gap. Exactly. Because affluent students can go ahead and, you know, find that opportunity um, right. uh, through through their parents. Well, and yeah, or take private mm -hmm, lessons. Right. It's, it's easier for them mm -hmm. to gain that access, even if it isn't in their school. Totally. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. kind of like, I would, I would equate it to like a sports club, right? Yeah. You know, if you don't have a soccer team at your school, well, you can get, you know, a lot of these kids are out there playing private club ball mm -hmm. and it's the same kind of thing. It's just, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, I hate saying economic status, but that's kind of what it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's nice to be able to give, give these kids a shot. There's so many, there's so much talent out there. And it's untapped. Mm -hmm. Right. And places like Rosie's house is just a way to find it and, and let them do what they love. Mm -hmm. Totally. So yeah. How can we, how can people go and find out more? Um, or get, in, well, let's back up. How can people get involved with Rosie's house? 
Sure. So we have, um, throughout our program year, we uh, put on a number of community events um, that are totally free for people out there in the community to um, come and hear our students. Um, they really are so talented, and so we definitely encourage people to to come out. And so at the end of each semester, we have a recital week where oh, all nice. of our students perform. Um, so we encourage people to come check that out. And then in May, we'll also be having um, a senior showcase and a fiesta. So people can learn more about that at our website, which is just www.rosieshouse.org. Wonderful, wonderful. What's the age? You just made me think of what is the the age range for kids who who participate in Rosie's House? Yeah, so our students can enroll anytime between 5 and 18. Some of our students have no previous music experience, and then some of them um, have had lessons or music in their schools um, before. So we really welcome all students throughout Arizona. Oh, that's so wonderful. And I'm sure Rosie's house will be hanging out at the Phoenix Rock Lottery oh, as yeah. well. So uh, <laughs> you'll be able to learn more if you come out tomorrow night as well. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, I've got a lot more coming up with Becky and Allison from Rosie's house. we got to get back to the music right now, though. Uh, we're going to play a song from one of the bands who has a musician who is involved. That's the weirdest sentence I've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> one of the musicians involved in Phoenix Rock, Rock Lottery is Scott Hessel from the Jim Blossoms. So this is why it's such a big deal. And and the 939, a little bit later, uh, we're going to play a track from Pistoleros because Lawrence Zubia is another musician who is participating in the Rock Lottery tomorrow night. So right now, let's get back to the music with Jim Blossoms. This is Allison Road, 93.9 FM, KWSS.
KWSS 93.9 FM and streaming at KWSS.org. Danny Cutler here. Hope you guys are having a great Friday morning. (laughs) I'm having a good time here with Allison and Becky from Rosie's House. And if you missed any of our conversation a little while ago, earlier in the hour, I'll have all this up on my podcast feed later on today so you can hear all about Rosie's House. We had a good conversation. We even got Allison to talk a little bit. (laughs) Just a little bit. It was great. It was great. She's so nervous and I'm like, chill out. Girl, you're over at my place. It's all good. Have a shot of whiskey. Just kidding. It's too early. Too early Get the weekend for that. Starting. Yeah, yeah. But we are talking about the Phoenix Rock Lottery, which is tomorrow night at Crescent Ballroom. Again, 25 musicians from local bands. Um, they get together in the morning, like eight or nine in the morning. They get together. The lottery is drawn and five bands are created from these 25 musicians. They spend all day writing some original music and working on a cover. And then they perform for us at the end of the night. And I think the doors open at 7, 8.30 is the show, and it's a fantastic night just seeing what these musicians, we have so much great local talent, but to see them within just an eight-hour day create brand new music, and they don't even know who they're going to end up with, it's phenomenal. And all proceeds go to Rosie's house, which is why Becky and Allison are here. And I think they're having fun. You guys yeah. are having a good oh, time. We're having fun. Wonderful. Wonderful. Becky made my day. She's like, I listen to you every morning. I'm like, aw, <laughs> tell me more about me, girl. <laughs> it's a great way to start your morning. Oh, I appreciate that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not that full of myself. Just a little, not a whole lot. But let's talk about Phoenix Rock Lottery because Rosie's house has been, um, it, it's basically, it's Rosie's house fundraiser mm-hmm. all five years um it they ever all the proceeds have been going to rosie's house and becky you've been involved from the beginning yeah what do you think of this event wow uh so many directions i can take that question Mm -hmm. um first i want to thank steve uh steve who is the producer on the event i mean it was kind of his brainchild and it's it's really brilliant um the idea of bringing all of these amazing musicians in our local community together and and what's done in a day is mind blowing. Yeah. Um, as a musician, I, I am in awe of what, um, the musicians are able to do in eight hours. Right. Um, the songs, the original songs, the covers that yeah. they do, it's just, it's, it's mind blowing. Um, but you know, we've been the beneficiary, um, of the fundraising from this, from this concert for the last five years. And honestly, Every year, the funds raised through this through this concert um, support twenty students at Rosie's house. Amazing, which is a huge, huge deal for us, yeah. um, and it's no small thing. So we just are so thankful that we've been the partner for the last five years, and really want to give a shout out to the musicians, seriously, for yeah. donating their time and their talent and uh, making a, a really memorable night and yeah. a, a great benefit for Rosie's house. That's awesome. There's some great names on the bill for tomorrow. So uh, we played Jim Blossoms earlier in the hour. Scott Hessel from Jim Blossoms, one of the musicians. Uh, we got Tom Linton from Jimmy Eat World. He's participating this year. Uh, Gabo from Fayuka. Mm-hmm. Lawrence Zubia from Pistoleros. Uh, we've got Brendan McBride from Wives. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a great bassist, so that's that's going to be a whole lot of fun to see that. Um, I had a couple guests earlier in the week. I had Jack Vanderpool from uh, Sunday at Noon. Um, and also Raquel Willand from Panic Baby. Uh, they were in the studio earlier this week and, uh, they're participating. Um, who else we got here? Oh my gosh. So many names. Seth Smades from Lux. Um, Nicole 
Nicole Lauren from the Darts. Mm. She's she's helping out too. So that was a super cool Java uh, magazine cover. Yes. Like, yeah, with the Darts. Yeah, I love the Darts. They really cool to hear uh, their story. Yeah, they're really awesome. Um, how about in the past? So you've been at this five years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what? I mean, who have been some of your favorite musicians to see? I know I'm putting you on the spot. Do you probably have nothing? Oh, I'm making your mind it's go been blank. it's been interesting. <laughs> um, so I have a lot of memories from the last five years, and I think. The originality in the, um, in the original song, it can go any direction. Yeah. It kind of depends on who's put together and whether they're going to go a playful, joking direction or something like po- poetic and profound. Right. Um, uh, I'm blanking on the name That's of okay. Playboy Man Baby. Oh, yeah, the trumpet. The trumpet yeah, player. Yeah, I didn't look up his name. I was supposed <laughs> to look up his name. I'm going to look that up later. I promise I'll get back to you. And we apologize to the trumpetist of Playboy Man Baby for being blank. So that was a great moment when he took the stage. It was such a great, it was moment. Such a great moment. That um, yes, and also Jim Atkins, his participation um, from Jimmy Eat World. That's been amazing over the years. Yeah. Um. And wow, I mean, Phoenix is just—we've got so much talent here. So definitely, those are some of my my thoughts and memories. The other thing too, because I since I've never seen all this come together before, the thoughts of the different genres mm. colliding. You know, it's like you don't know who you're going to get. That's hence lottery. So David Cosme, there's a trumpetist from Playboy Man Baby. Shout out to David. So there we go. Shout out to David. <laughs> See, I kept you talking while I looked yeah. at real quick. But the different, uh, right? I know what I'm doing. I shouldn't admit this, but you know. Um, but the different genres that come together, I mean, you know, you get rock, you get maybe a little country, you get some hip hop, uh, you get, you know, a little reggae. And you don't know who you're going to end up with. So having all these different styles of music come together must be really interesting as well. So I'm excited to see how the people who are put together, at me as just being part of the local scene and knowing all of these bands, I'm excited to see how they make it work. You know, it's like, uh, it is kind of mind blowing um, from different genres, different styles, different um, maybe training and these musicians coming together and then just working it out through mm-hmm. a process of music making. And it's, I, I think, honestly, it's symbolically like really amazing that in a day, like they can collaborate, they can communicate and they can create something that, yeah. that just is amazing. It's a testament to the scene here and, mm-hmm. and just all of the talent that we have. Allison, you, you've been, <laughs> you've been with Rosie's house for six months now, you said. So, yeah, that's so right. you haven't gone to a rock lottery yet? I haven't been to rock lottery, which is, I mean, such a bummer. I wish I knew about it even before my involvement with Rosie's house, but yeah. just what you're talking about, like mixing these different genres. I think that's probably what I'm most excited about is yeah. just to see all these different musicians from different bands who have their own unique sound and just to kind of see what they can what they can do and what they can create so i'm really excited oh good well i can't wait i'm gonna have to we will just have to have you on the show post yeah (laughs) and have you come back and get all your thoughts (laughs) yeah there you go because now you're old hand at this right no problem so all right so again tomorrow night phoenix rock lottery at crescent ballroom um, go to the KWSS Facebook, KWSS Radio. You can get all the information about that and tickets. Um, it starts, doors at 7, shows at 8.30. Don't come during the day. You do not get to see them create. <laughs> you get to see the product of their creation. And again, all proceeds will go to Rosie's House, and it's rosieshouse.org. Mm-hmm. You got it. Okay, yeah. Great. 
Great memory. Yes. (laughs) So rosieshouse.org for more information. Thank you both, ladies, for being on the show today. Thanks for having us. Thank Uh, you so much. Come on back. Yeah. Anytime. (laughs) It's so fun. Actually, I want to come out to Rosie's house now and check out the facility. Oh, you have to. I I would absolutely love to see it. You know, growing up with music myself, Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I love. I love music, of mm-hmm. course, and then seeing how the community comes together to make it possible for the next generations doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. Yeah. So thank Absolutely. you both, ladies. So we're going to get to today's 939 on 93.9 right now with another band. Um, one of the musicians, Lawrence Zubia, he is, per- he is part of Rock Lottery tomorrow night. Here's Pistoleros off their new album, Silver. This is NYC, New York City, Queen. <laughs> Yes. 